You're listening to the Stoned Cold Locks Podcast with Stoned Bets and Larry Locks. Episode one of the Stoned Cold Locks Podcast. I'm your co-host Larry Locks with my man Stoned Bets. What's going on, brother? Hey, how we doing tonight? Good, man. It's uh, episode one. I'm real excited about this new podcast dropping every Monday slash Tuesday in preparation of Tuesday's Super Tuesday slate of college basketball games. Um, little little background here. We we met on the surgical stream and I just reached out to Stone Bets and decided, hey, man, it would be great if we could do a podcast once a week, get some extra analysis. And here we are. I'm pumped. Oh, man, I'm equally ex- is as excited. Um, I'm, uh, I'm glad you reached out to me. I think we uh, see the board kind of the same way. Uh, so I think this is going to be great. Absolutely. Well, let's get right into it then. Uh, great Tuesday slate tomorrow. Um, and we're going to start with the way this podcast is going to work. We're going to look at some of the better games on tomorrow's slate. And then we're going to end with our best bet of the day. Um, we'll give our leans or if we have a play on the game when we break down some of the better games. And we're going to start with Auburn at Arkansas. Um, this game is at Arkansas. It opened at a two and a half point spread, Arkansas getting two and a half points at home. Now, keep in mind, we're recording on Monday night. So these are the opening lines for the Tuesday games. So these will move by the time you probably listen to this um, podcast. But so Auburn at Arkansas plus two and a half. This one, it, it, it should be a good game. Uh, Auburn, obviously, number one in the country, right? They've won 19 in a row. Um, but they've had a couple close games as of late against Missouri and Georgia. Um, squeaked them out there. Uh, Arkansas has been really turned their season around too. They've won eight in a row. Um, I just want to hear your initial thoughts on this uh, side here, Stoned. Uh, yeah, man. No, you brought up uh, two points I was going to bring up. Uh, Auburn Auburn has squeaked out uh, some road wins. Um, and earlier, even in the season uh, at St. Louis, they only won by four. And at South Florida, they only won by six. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of struggle on the road. Um, and Arkansas packs the house. You know, Eric yep. Musselman gets the Razorbacks fired up. Uh, they they bring the crowd. They bring the energy. Um, so I'm actually leaning Arkansas here. For sure. Uh, I would, uh, with the with the spread being as it is, I'd probably play the money line. Um, I think they can win outright here. Uh, like you said, they've, they've won eight straight uh, after starting 0-3 in the conference. Um, so I, I kind of like the Razorbacks at home here. I do too. I think – if you're going to bet this game, I would wait until tomorrow because Auburn, obviously the number one team in the country, the, the spread is so small. The public should be coming in on Auburn. I'm going to guess. So I think this number could get up to about four and a half and really anything over three, I would really like Arkansas plus the points. Um, I do have some questions on how Arkansas is going to defend Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler though. Obviously those guys are huge. They're studs for Auburn. Um, and all, it, it's hard to stay. It's hard to bet against Auburn, right? 19 wins in a row. They're 17 and six against the spread. Um, exactly. But Arkansas, like this just seems like a game where Auburn, you know, their luck finally might run out. It's so hard to win as many games as they've won in a row, especially in the SEC being as good as it is this year. You mentioned it t- going to be a very tough road environment. So I, de- I definitely lean Arkansas plus the points as well here, but for me, it's probably not going to be a bet just because I'm afraid of fading Auburn, but if this number gets up tomorrow, if I wake up tomorrow and this number's like four and a half or five and a half, which I don't know if it gets that high, I would right. probably pull the trigger on Arkansas. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. Um, uh, another thing, these are really two good defenses. Uh, they average nine and eight steals per game uh, respectively. And, you know, looking ahead at Auburn's schedule, I think this is kind of the best team, best spot for them to get knocked off uh, the top here. You know, their only real test uh, after this is at Tennessee, 
Um, but I think Arkansas is kind of a, a tougher matchup for him, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so that's game number one. Game number two, this is going to be my absolute favorite game of the night, being a Big Ten, Big Ten man myself. I am a Rutgers alum, so I watch a lot of Big Ten basketball, and this next one is going to be a fun one. Illinois at Purdue. Purdue is a six-point favorite. Um, th- these t- two teams have already played earlier in the season. Um, Purdue won at Illinois in that crazy double overtime game, 96-88. to 88. Um, And in that game, Kofi Coburn got into foul trouble, right? He only played 22 minutes, only scored 10 points. Obviously, Purdue can counter Kofi Coburn really well with Zach Eady and Travion Williams, who are just probably the best big men duo in the country, no doubt about it. Um, But Purdue's another team that they've had a couple close games at home as of late. Um, Ohio State 81 to 78 victory a couple weeks ago, and then they just beat Michigan over the weekend at home 82 to 76. They did not cover in that one. Illinois is off a big road win against Indiana. So like letdown spot maybe here for Illinois, but I don't really buy it. I'm buying more revenge factor, Illinois. I lean Illinois with the points here. Um, And again, it's, it's hard to fade Purdue. It's hard to fade Purdue at Mackey arena. Mackey arena is an absolutely electric atmosphere. It's going to be super loud tomorrow, but I think Illinois revenge factor on their mind. They don't have to win the game. They have to cover six. Uh, you know, I uh, I would agree with you. I'd lean Illinois, but I'm actually completely staying away from this one. Mm-hmm. Um, too tough for me, like you said. That last uh, that last matchup between the two, crazy double overtime game. Um, according to Ken Palm, Purdue's actually first in adjusted offense, but they're 106th in defense, uh, whereas Illinois 17th and 21st. So much more well rounded. Um, and like you said, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder, uh, coming into Mackey Arena, hoping to pull off this big upset. Uh, against you know the number three team in the country um so uh I, I like illinois here as well but again i'm staying far away i'll i'll watch this game and enjoy it i'm gonna it's gonna be interesting to see where this line moves it's minus six right now purdue i i'm good with betting illinois plus six i'm totally okay with that hopefully the public comes in on purdue and maybe we get seven you know more than two possessions would be very nice in this one but mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that's a play at plus six um for illinois i i mean i and I will preface it with saying I am rooting for Illinois this season because I have a uh, preseason ticket on them to win the Big Ten um, at plus 700. So, hey, we'll root for that, man. Yeah. Definitely. So, <laughs> this would be a big one uh, for Illinois winning the Big Ten in the regular season, obviously, with their toughest opponent. And I think just the revenge factor, I think they keep it tight, man. I, lo- I love their guards, uh, Curbelo and Frazier. They've been playing really good lately. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to. I'm going to say this is a bet at Illinois plus six or better. Um, all right, next game. This is another good one. Marquette at UConn. UConn, a five and a half point favorite at home. They're obviously off two straight losses against Creighton and Villanova. So this feels like a must win for UConn to me. Absolutely. Uh, I would totally agree. Um, UConn, you know, they're seventh in rebounds per game. Uh, they attack the boards. Uh, they're top 35 in both offense and defense. Um, and they don't shoot very many threes. Uh, they lost their last two in conferences and all four of their conference losses have been by an average of five points. Uh, so they could easily be, you know, undefeated uh, in this Big East conference. Um, I think they're going to come out hungry uh, at home. Uh, I, I think UConn wins this game fairly easily. Wow. Okay. So I teed that one up for you thinking that you would be on UConn and I okay. prefaced it with UConn with the two straight losses, but mm-hmm. I, I am so sold on Marquette this season and what they've done in their last nine games. They have really run the gauntlet of the big East. Just I'm going to read off their schedule. Their last couple they have, this is dating back, you know, the past month, their last nine, they have a win 
against Providence, a big win against Providence. They have a win against Seton Hall, win at Nova, win versus Xavier, win at Seton Hall, a two-point loss at Providence, and then they're obviously off a big win over Villanova. Um, I, 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 the line makes me think that UConn should come out and smack Marquette, right? It's, they, it's a must-win game. Hurley Absolutely. needs to get his guys back on track at home, but I'm just so sold on Marquette. And I think UConn does win the game, but five and a half points. I, I will take that all day with Marquette. I think they're the better team than UConn. Um, so, and they've been 15 and eight against the spread this season. Um, this one, I, I really have no clue where it's going to, where the line's going to move for this one as well. I could see it coming down a little bit, honestly, towards Marquette. Um, but I, I will be betting Marquette plus the points in this one. All right. Well, uh, head to head. Uh, head to head a little bit. Hey, nothing uh, wrong will, with that. I will say I've got a I've got Greg Peterson on my side. He's got UConn minus eight and a half. So uh, GP. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah I, I do. Greg Peterson puts out some great information, but um, absolutely agree. Um, that is uh, that's interesting. Eight and a half. Um, I mean, I think here the biggest part of this game is the spot for UConn, right? Like it's definitely a spot game, if anything. Um, I like and Mark and. <laughs> like Marquette is due to probably take a bad loss and they've really run the gauntlet, but I, I just love the way they're playing right now. Um, they are going to get out rebounded in this game, most likely, um, which scares me a little bit. Uh, they don't have the quite the size as UConn does, but Daryl Morcel is just awesome to watch um, for Marquette. That is. And uh, I, I like them with the points. So that's going to be a bet for me as well. Um, all right, next game up, we're going to go keep it in the big 10 go back to the big 10 rather Wisconsin at Michigan state, Michigan state minus four and a half. I'm going to let you take this one. I want to hear your initial thoughts on it. Um, all right. Well, uh, like the other big 10 game, this is a stay away game for me. Okay. Um, Wisconsin is first in the nation in turnovers a game. Uh, they only, they only give up eight uh, Michigan state. On the other hand, they give up 14 and that's 276 in the nation. So Michigan state can be a little sloppy at times. Uh, but they did just get embarrassed at Rutgers. They lost by 20, I believe. Um, so they are going to be looking to come and make a statement at home. Uh, Tom Izzo obviously going to get the boys back on track. Um, but on the other hand, you got Johnny Davis, who's just a stud. Yep. Uh, and, you know, he, he put up 25 the last time these two teams played, um, which it also is a revenge game for Wisconsin. Uh, I really could see it going either way. Uh, this one, again, I'm just rooting for great basketball. I will be betting Michigan state minus the points. It's a spot play for me um, off a big loss against Rutgers. Like you said, they return home. Tom Izzo is my absolute favorite coach in the entire country. Um, I just think they, you know, they respond well to that loss. They've already beaten this team. I think they, you know, that's an edge for them. Obviously it could be an edge for Wisconsin and the revenge factor, but I just don't buy Wisconsin this year. I think they're really overrated other than Johnny Davis. Like, I just don't think this team is that good. Johnny Davis really carries them in games and he's going to get his points. But other than that, um, you know, I think this Wisconsin team isn't built that well. Brad Davis, and he's a good veteran player for them, but he's nothing special either. And I'm just not a fan of him. Uh, Tyler Wall, Stephen Crowley, eh, all these players for Wisconsin are just so eh to me. Um, so I like Michigan State, especially at home, four and a half. Uh, that line probably... That's that's another line where I don't I can't tell right off the gun where it's going to move because right. Michigan State at home four and a half maybe the money comes in there but Wisconsin has been a good team this season despite me saying they're I think they're overrated um, so that that'll be one to 
take a look at as well. All right, next game up, uh, St. Mary's against Santa Clara. This one, Santa Clara is a two-and-a-half-point home underdog. I love the small home dogs. That is right up my alley. Um, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, though. St. Mary's 19 and four, seven and one in the conference. Santa Clara, a tough team, 16 and eight, six and three in the conference, obviously in the West Coast Conference. Uh, a couple tough teams in the West Coast Conference this year, but what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm with you. I like the I like the home dog. Uh, this is a revenge game for Santa Clara. Uh, they got four dudes that average double digits uh, and four guys averaging 30 plus minutes. Um, so they kind of have the same guys on the floor running the show. Uh, they like to play fast as opposed to St. Mary's, who loves to slow the game down and control the tempo, uh, which is hard to do at home. Um, so, uh, or on the road, rather. Uh, so Santa Clara, they shoot better all around, um, and they don't foul. Uh, Saint, and St. Mary's doesn't get to the line either. They're 284th in free throw attempts, um, so they're going to miss a bunch of points potentially from the line. Uh, I, I like Santa Clara, um, and I see this actually going up too. I'm seeing yeah. three on some books, um, so I see it getting up to potentially four, four and a half. Sweet. Um, I'm with you on there. I like Santa Clara plus the points. Uh, conference games, I always love sm- small home dogs a lot of the times. I think this is, you know, right right up my alley for Santa Clara. I like your cap. I agree with it. I'll probably wait for tomorrow morning, uh, see this right. line grow yep. a little bit. As we said, it's already up a point from the open at two and a half up to three and a half. Money's coming in on St. Mary. So, um, all right. All right. Nice and easy. Five games out of the way. Five of some of tomorrow's best games that we decided to look at. Um, Before we wrap up, uh, let's hear your best bet of the slate tomorrow. Uh, My best bet. I'm going to the Mountain West. Uh, We have Wyoming minus two and a half uh, versus Utah State. Uh, Wyoming has just been phenomenal this year. Uh, They're at home. Uh, they already beat Utah State once. Uh, it was just a two-point game, really close game. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case here at all. Uh, I think Wyoming is about to separate themselves from the rest of the mid-majors uh, that could potentially make a run in March. Um, I, I think they handle business easily. Uh, I don't know why this line is this low. Uh, it, you know, so I'm just going to hammer this two and a half. Um, I could, I mean, G units got it at six, uh, six and a half. Um, you know, I see this getting, I see money coming in on Wyoming big, uh, and this line getting up for sure. Yeah. Wyoming has been one of those teams, man. They are an absolute wagon at home. They're undefeated. The student section has been awesome. The last couple games, they're 19 and three on the season. They're off wins at Fresno, Boise state, Colorado state. Um, my, I'm just worried that they are due for a a letdown game. And I think maybe that's why the line reflects that a little bit, but like, I don't buy that entirely, especially two and a half at home. I'm with you. I like Wyoming as well. Um, my best bet of the day though, I am going to be on Illinois plus the points. Um, I really do like this spot for Illinois. Um, I, they need, they need this one and I think they keep it tight throughout and Kofi Coburn is not going to have 10 points, uh, in the, like he did in the first time they, these two teams played. So as long as Kofi Coburn stays out of foul trouble, which hopefully Brad Underwood draws up a better game plan for Illinois this time out. Um, I really like Illinois plus the points. Um, all right, Stone Bets, nice little episode one here. Absolutely. Hey, uh, I, I will ask you, what's, uh, what's the cutoff for the Illinois plus the points? How low before it's not, not playable? Um, you know, so it's at six right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would I, I would say probably six is the cutoff because it's that's a full two possessions built in insurance with the push on 
you know, two threes. So if it gets down to five and a half, I, it's a little more iffy for me. So six, I, I, I like. I think I am seeing at least one five and a half right yeah, now. Yeah, so the money's probably coming in on Illinois early. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this this is interesting. So, yeah, I would say probably five and a half, six is the lowest I'd go on this. Um, I, I see I do see this being like a four point game, though. But mm-hmm. this if, if, if six is obviously the best number you can get. So I get it early. Yeah. It'll be interesting when people listen to this tomorrow. Uh, if it's right. down to like three and a half, four, I would probably stay <laughs> off at that point. But uh, for now, Illinois plus six is my best bet. There we go. Love All right, it. man. Uh, we will be back next Monday night, and you can catch us on the surgical stream daily. Shout out Trent for the platform and making this happen, man. Uh, I'm excited to get things underway and rolling here. Definitely, man. Uh, no, this has been great, and I'm looking forward to it.